Greetings. My name is Linda Talaferro, and this is the Being Brown at Work podcast. I help Black and Brown female professionals confidently and expertly navigate the corporate world so that they can reach new career heights and establish their seat at the table. So whether you're kicking off a new career, leaning in a new direction, or looking to climb the corporate ladder within your current job, I'm here to propel your career forward by giving you an insider's look at cultivating an executive mindset, creating leadership opportunities, establishing an executive presence, and more. So join me every week as I guide you towards becoming a leader in the corporate world and show you how to step into your true power and potential. Greetings, greetings, greetings. This is Linda Talaferro with Big Brown at Work Live. Again, favorite time of the week. And what I want to share with you this week is a conversation, actually more like my take on finding the right mentor. Mentorship is critically important to your journey critically important. You've heard me say on many occasions that no man's an island. You can't do this thing alone. And what better way than to connect with someone who's been there, done that. Now, the challenge is for black and brown women is that we don't see a whole lot of people that look like us in those seats that we aspire to reach. So in this Live, I want to share with you a different perspective than what you may have been thinking or suggest to you a different approach than what you've been doing so that you can be successful at truly developing a mentor relationship with the right person. So first, let's get clear on what mentorship is, because I've heard a lot of different definitions of it, thought process. Mentorship between the mentor and the mentee is a relationship. So since it's a relationship, it takes time to cultivate. And it's most important, therefore, that you want to pick the right one because it's this person is giving you extremely valuable feedback, advice based on their expertise and knowledge, and even sharing with you mistakes they made, challenges, roadblocks they avoided, how they made it through and got on the other side. So it's extremely, extremely important to pick the right person. And this is a relationship where you're not going to just be discussing professional challenges. It can easily, and and you would want it to actually, it can even morph into discussing your personal challenges as well. That's when you know, when you've got a mentor that's willing to tell you and recognize and share both personally and professionally how they got on the other side, that's when you know you've got a good mentor. I know I'm a broken record, but I'm going to say it again, because who you are personally is who you are professionally. And that's a key thing to identify in a mentor when they're willing to be completely open and share every aspect of it. So, okay, how do you find 
you're a black and brown woman, as I just said, and you're in your workplace and you're looking around and you see no one that looks like you. No one that looks like you in the seat that you aspire to get to. Well, let me offer you this. Don't look in that direction right away. And I know you're saying, well, wait a minute, Linda. So wait, wait. I mean, I want to get to that seat. Why would I not want that person to be my mentor? Well, first of all, as I said, it's an organic relationship. And okay, you can try to just focus on that. But if you see no one that looks like you, chances are you may not get the best advice on how to be authentically a black or brown woman in the workplace and be successful, right? You may not get that. Not to say that having a mentor that is not black or brown is has no value. I am not saying that at all. I have mentors that are men, women, white, black, Asian, but I have all types of mentors as well. But there is a nuance to being who we are in the workplace. And there is a huge value to sit down and to be able to organically grow a relationship with someone that looks like you and hear their struggles and challenges and how they overcame them and really make that connection, right? Really make that connection. So if you don't have someone in that seat, don't look in that direction. Think about not being so narrow in your vision, Broaden your vision. There might be someone who just got promoted to manager, who just got promoted to director. They would be a good mentor. Why? Because they were successful, obviously, in getting that next level opportunity. And I offer you to consider they probably have some connections, which you can learn how they establish those connections. So don't be so quick to go for the big dogs first, to find that seat. And if you can, I think there's huge value in looking outside of your four walls of your workplace. There's nothing to say that your mentor has to be within your company. Doesn't have to be. There's some benefits, of course, because every company has its own political culture, But getting a different perspective from someone who's outside looking in, they're sharing their experiences, they're listening to your challenges, they're giving you fresh perspective, huge value. So I would say when you are looking for that mentor, don't necessarily look up in your organization, look across at various different levels. And find those individuals that have some things going on that you like, that you want to connect, you want to learn more, and then work to cultivate that relationship. Again, organically grows. You don't connect necessarily with everybody, and that's fine. And you'll find that out as you're building, you're meeting in your one-on-ones and you're having conversations. And if you don't connect at that deep level, then that is a, that's a person that you know that's within your network within your network, but then you continue on to the building the relationship with the few people that you actually connect with. And then here's the other step. Once you find that one or two persons and you're building the relationship, be extremely into it. Truly pick their brain. Ask questions. You know, set the meetings. Go to lunches. Meet after work. Be intentional about building the relationship. Most of the mentee-mentor relationships that I have experienced myself as the mentee 
And then on the flip side, as a mentor, they're invaluable when the mentee owns it. When the mentee truly owns building that relationship and they show that intentionality, they show that interest, they want more, they're asking questions. Because I mean, goodness, people, you know, people love talking about themselves, right? And if you get a good person that truly has your vested interest and they really share, I mean, why not be that sponge? Go after that. So be engaged, be truly engaged. Treat it like a valuable relationship like you would in any of your relationships in your life when there's benefit coming. And I'm going to tell you, it's a two-way street because your mentor, believe it or not, is getting benefit from the relationship as well. We as mentors, we as mentees, it's a two-way street of getting that value. So be all in, be all in. And then the third step I would give you and and it's not you know necessarily in this order but just be honest be honest be straightforward you want to build trust with this individual and the only way to build that trust is to be straightforward honest and ask for that authenticity and honesty to come back to you. Now that means you have to be neutral at receiving feedback. You have to be neutral at receiving input, especially if it's possible that it's not what you want to hear. But that's a good mentor that tells you things that they know you need to know, but you may not want to hear. So you want to keep your relationship authentic. You want to keep it real so that it can organically grow. We've got to organically grow. And by being that, just like I said earlier, you're sharing that information, you're offering information for them, maybe support, input, two-way street communication. There's nothing like that type of relationship. And I will tell you, there's no such thing as arriving. None of us have arrived in our career such that we don't need mentors anymore. Some of my guests that you've heard on previous lives, April Miller Boyce and uh, Dr. B, Dr. Bridget, Kimberly Cummings, who was on here recently, all have had mentors and still have mentors today in their career. So you haven't arrived. There's always such value at bouncing things off of someone who has experienced it. There's huge value in shifting your mindset. And the only way you shift that mindset is through allowing a different perspective to enter, a different way of looking at a situation. But you have to be willing to share it, which means you got to be real. You got to be open. You got to be authentic. It can't be a bunch of book stuff or, you know, preconceived notion of what you think you should say. And, and oh, I better not say this or ask that. No, be completely open. And then allowing yourself a broad expansion of your definition of who a mentor is. Not always the big dog with the box at the top of the org chart with the big title, right? That's not necessarily your automatic definition of the best mentor. I remember speaking in Mexico and a young lady stopped me afterwards and she says, Linda, Linda, you know, uh, part of your speech, you were talking about mentors. And I've been sending this email to the CEO of this company and he hasn't responded to any of my emails. 
And I said, well, have you met him anywhere? She said, oh, I met him once. It was just, you know, one minute at a networking event. And and I thought because he's a CEO, he'd be the best mentor. I was like, oh my gosh, no, just because, and I told, just because he's a CEO. First of all, he hasn't responded to any of your emails. Most likely he has an admin looking at them, but she probably has shared, hey, so-and-so has emailed you a few times. Would you like for me to respond? They didn't respond. Might be a signal that, especially since you told me in your email, you asked him to be your mentor, which is another thing that doesn't happen. You either meet a few times, you make a connection, then that request comes. But this guy hasn't responded. So he's basically pretty much telling you, I'm not interested. So I had to help her as well. Shift your mindset. Just because he had those three letters, that big three letters on his business card, doesn't automatically make him or her that person, that person. So really think about, because like I said earlier in the beginning, this relationship is important. It's one of the many important relationships for your success. I don't care who you are, but specifically talking to my brown and black women on this corporate ladder journey, it's important. It's extremely important to be intentional about building mentorship relationships. While doing so, making sure you pick the right person for you. And you'll know that by being authentic, by being serious, by being intentional, by being real about organically developing that relationship and then sharing and receiving valuable advice along the way. So if you need any additional help with regard to how to establish a mentor, I gave you these three uh, steps to make sure you include. If you need more information, send me a message, send me an email, and I'd be glad to share with you more steps, more additional context around what I've already shared. These to me are the critical three. Even if you're struggling and you're actually in what you thought would be a good mentor relationship, it's not working so well and you need some ideas or you're in the about to start one and you've made some initial connections, whatever it is you need around this subject, feel free to send me those questions. Be more than happy to help you. This keep in mind, no man, no man's an island. So make sure you establish every aspect of your network, be them supporters, be them advocators, and in that your mentors. And out of that, what naturally arises is sponsors who sometimes we know who they are and sometimes we don't. But this is where you start. Okay, so that's for this week's Being Brown Live. Catch me next Tuesday. I have another guest that's going to be joining us. It's going to be a fabulous conversation. Take care. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, I have so much more to offer you. Book a complimentary call with me at lindatalaferro.com slash free consultation so you can start unapologetically achieving your own professional goals as a woman of color and establish a presence as more than just an employee. Let's go deeper, reach your professional goals, and apply this life-changing work to your career and beyond so you can rock your corporate game and get that seat at the table.